Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gingrich, a business creative and a basketball fan. I'm leaving here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources, social media, business marketing, leadership, and life. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime can help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey there, this is Mike Gingrich with another Live with Mike and the Halftime Mike podcast. Good to be back with you again. And today's topic is going to be email marketing, particularly talking about tips for the different stages in the buying cycle. So we're going to dive into that in full detail today. Uh, But first, a couple updates along the way here. I always like to keep you informed of uh, what's happening, what we're doing. And uh, so a couple things. Uh, we, we've had come up with uh, emails or calls that have come in from clients here recently, and, and that is uh, they're seeing in Google Chrome that my site is not secure. Okay, yeah, so I wrote about this uh, in April, talked about it in May and June, uh, but it was in July that uh, Google and with Chrome went ahead and identified that they want sites to be HTTPS secure, whether they're doing e-commerce or not, and they want them to uh, be secure. It's a ranking factor, so... It actually helps you rank higher in Google search results um, if your site is secure. If it's not secure, it even says that um, in the Google Chrome browser, not secure, which is not great for visitors. So we've gotten some calls about that. But yeah, we've been talking about that um, you know, since April and even before that, that it was a ranking factor, but that this was coming in July. So your site should be um, upgraded to, to have encryption SSL certificate, the HTTPS, and uh, that's not just done um, by default, it needs to be uh, something that is implemented with a secure certificate. So um, yeah, take a look at your site, you know, if you're not seeing that green lock icon in uh, Chrome, but it's saying not secure, then you need to get something done. Um, our team can help you do that. So that was one thing. Number two, uh, GDPR is still out there. That's uh, what the European Union implemented for the privacy policy. And so if you are e-commerce or if you are doing business, um, potentially internationally with uh, particularly in the you know European Union then you need to have um, some privacy notices on your site and to be able to alert people what you're doing with their information to, and to allow them to opt out of that information so we're doing a lot of uh, GDPR implementation on sites too to help people keep current with that and so um, it really is a good practice it's going to be coming into the u.s there's states that are looking at it now as well but a good practice to take a look at on your site um of you know giving people that kind of you, you see them a lot with a little footer bar and a notice that says you know you can view, view our privacy policy you can opt out you can see what's happening with cookies what we're doing with that and so you go there you have to have detailed information you have to uh, give people you know an acknowledgement that uh, they've read that those types of pieces so you can talk about the ways that it's implemented so that's important uh, along the way and uh, so those are a couple of things and you just on the on the work front you know things that we're doing there's there's some things that I can't always um, even show you just because they're behind the scenes so you know like for one of those for instance we're doing some great things with some um, manufacturing companies uh, specifically in the boat industry you know where we uh, we just rolled out a um, uh, updated uh, warning claims system for them. So again, you know, you go through the boat buying process. Um, boat has a manufacturer. It's sold by a dealer, uh, bought by a consumer, and then the consumer registers it. 
uh, and, and that part of that registration is their warranty is included in that. Uh, typically the manufacturer wants to have all that details. They, they want to track by that um, VIN number of that boat. And so, you know, we have a claim system in there that you can tie to a VIN number. That way you can see the history of what's been done to this boat. Uh, that, you know, the dealer can submit warranty claims and uh, then you, know, you can track the information that's happening there. What's the, um, <clears throat> what's the, what's the issue? Um, how's it resolved? Any notes along the way? Pictures, documentation, all those kind of pieces. So uh, that, that's something that's kind of behind the scenes because it's in a, a uh, dealer portal where, where, you know, just the dealers and manufacturers are operating with that information. But we do a lot of those kind of advanced systems along the way. So uh, if you know businesses out there that are needing those types of things from a, uh, you know, private ordering, not, not e-commerce, but like, you know, uh, dealers ordering boats where they have to custom configure pieces like that or um, doing another one with trailers where their dealers can have uh, custom quotes that they develop those types of pieces. Dealers can review quotes, they can duplicate quotes, they can modify quotes. Um, and then those are sent to the manufacturer. You know, that whole life cycle process from um, ordering to inventory management to um, sales of that to warranty registration to warranty claims to parts afterwards all those kind of pieces are things that we're involved with uh, rolled out another site for another manufacturer gillette generators uh, gillettegenerators.com a nice wordpress site with a lot of uh, power a lot of uh, content on that site talking about their massive generators that uh, they build that's you know not your run-of-the-mill one that you're going to use for your garage or outbuilding but these are on the uh, business level um, generators so proud of that site another one for the regional area stickley hardware uh, in um, michigan area of indiana they have locations in multiple cities there rolled that out uh, to them they're they're an ace hardware um, connected company and uh, so stickley has multiple locations gave them uh, a new mobile friendly site so uh, pleased with that one as well and uh, out here in uh, Lancaster I'm uh, doing some uh, digital marketing so helping run some ad campaigns for a uh, consulting firm that is uh, hosting a conference in October so uh, pleased with this so if you are in the Lancaster area you're listening to this and you're looking for an innovative uh, business conference I want to recommend this one to you it's called the Speed Business Forum it's gonna be October 26 and um, Registrations on Eventbrite. So if you go to Eventbrite and search Speed Business Forum, that's going to come up. Um, it's October 26 in Lancaster, and it's about how do you accelerate results. So there's there's going to be um, Francisco Serrano is the main speaker, and he's going to be talking about his story of uh, accelerating results in his company. And then there's going to be workshop workshop sessions by uh, five different speakers, I believe. Um, the breakouts you know, in areas of um, hiring and onboarding new employees in terms of uh, marketing and the speed of marketing um, sales, how to, to shorten the sales cycle on that piece. Um, and then data, how do you how do you work with your data in a fast and efficient way and, in, and increase um, speed business processes within your organization? I know those are some of the key areas there. So working with uh, uh, 4GEM Consulting, that's our partner in, in uh, Lancaster here that needs some help with their digital marketing for this event. Uh, so you might uh, see if you're in the Lancaster area, you might see some ads coming your way either on uh, Facebook or LinkedIn or uh, Google or you know, display areas related to those. 
uh, working at those. So that's a few of the updates, but I want to get back to my main topic here. Let me get my notes. Um, email marketing, uh, tips for each stage of the buying cycle. So email marketing works. Let's just set the foundation for this. Why? Because people deal with their email. They are still reading their emails. They are still checking email. And uh, as a matter of fact, um, email has a much higher ROI than social media does in terms of direct sales. So people buy more directly from email, um, see an email, click on the link, go to a website, buy, than they do from social media. Seeing a post, you know, uh, clicking over to a website and buying. They do much more of that on email. Uh, so you can use social media and email together in that regard, but use the social media to drive them to the website to get them on the email list where you can do this process. Uh, so, you know, the first tip is uh, in the, there's, I'm going to talk about four main stages of the email marketing cycle. And the first one is uh, that you should evaluate and what you're doing now is uh, your onboarding. Okay, so how are you growing leads? Uh, number one, you have to have your website set up that way and you need to have some type of lead capture. We have our um, Waftio um, pop-up tool that works on websites. You can do it in a widget down the corner, just like that right in the corner, or it can be up top in the middle. And um, But again, with that, just because you say sign up doesn't mean they're going to. You need to provide them a reason, a value. To, and so it's all about delivering value, building trust, offering resources early on. Stage one is uh, about onboarding and providing resources. So you want to give them a free resource of some sort, something of significance that they will want to opt in uh, to your email list. And then in your subsequent ones in this onboarding process, you want to provide them with value. Do not sell. In this stage, in the first couple of uh, emails that go out over a number of day time period, but uh, think about how you can, um, you know, showcase um, some stories, some testimonials, and then provide some resources that uh, that build trust, that give them valuable information, and that uh, help you know more about them because of the you gave them, you know, three resources to take a look at, and they clicked on. Uh, the third one, okay? So that one was more of interest to them. What was that third one? You can take a look at that in your analytics and that will help you. Uh, the second one then is you wanna move into a nurturing trust stage. So this is a kind of a continuation. You've got them um, into your list now. Now you wanna build some uh, further trust with them. And that, that kind of series, again, is to, to begin to introduce um, how your introduce your products through and services through sharing how they have helped others what problems it solves and you can do this by giving them some information and linking them to various spots that your website should already have it's not just like the buy product page but it's the um, you know more of the those testimonial pages those story pages those things that showcase uh, some results and uh, that, that highlight uh, some of the key features that you've implemented for someone else, those types of pieces. So nurture trust in stage two. How are you doing uh, with your emails at nurturing trust? Many of us jump past that and we get into promotion too much. So think about that. It can be information, awareness. Uh, I talked to you at the beginning of this about that HTTPS secure piece. And um, you know, that's, that's uh, a kind of a piece that, that went out for us in a nurture um, email strategy there is just to alert people this is something you need to be aware of this is the things we're in touch with things that we know about and we want to make sure we pass on to you that uh, that are important for you to consider um, 
So then that was the second one. The third one is strategic promotion. So this is where you will get into, you know, some type of time specific offer related to a product or service that you have. Uh, you want to make it so that there's an end date and this is a special offer to onboard by X date or that type of thing. And, um, and, and you cannot jump to this. You have to have done the other work ahead of time so that you've built the trust along the way, but then, uh, you can do this, but, um, uh, you know, you want to tie it in with something specific. Maybe it's a seasonal holiday. It's a time period or just, you know, a fourth quarter in the business world, business, the business type piece there. Um, but take a look at developing something that's relevant based on what you gathered from information that they, what they've clicked on in the past and, you know, this journey you've had them on of building, uh, trust, understanding who your services are, who your brand is, how you operate and go through those pieces then. And then, um, you know, the fourth piece then is hopefully after that sale, you don't want to forget about them, but there's, uh, there's ongoing. Uh, relationship maintenance there that, that occurs and so these are ones where you know you're talking about how to make best use of what they've purchased this is how to uh, keep them abreast of new things that are happening um, and and you know walking them forward with ongoing resources down the pike so it's staying in touch with them and, and, and so you have to think through this like any good person-to-person um, -person relationship that you have with someone what's it going to involve you know you're going to be introduce them and you want to get to, to know them. Maybe you're having coffee for the first time, you're going to sit down and you're talking, you share. Um, so there's, there's a fact finding information gathering about you, um, you know, before they want to know if they want to continue to do anything with you and be open to that. And, um, you know, then over the course of time, um, when there is that trust, you know, uh, and what does a good relationship take? It takes ongoing connection. You can't have a great relationship with someone and not speak with them for uh, months at a time. And so same thing with a, with customers, uh, you have to stay in touch with them and you have to make that uh, email process as uh, intimate as possible, as personal and personalized as possible and, and walk that forward. So that, that's the key today in today's marketing is, is again, personalizing it, making it, um, you know, feel like it's not stuffy, but uh, th that it is a, um, it's an intimate experience that they, they know someone in the company and uh, that person has their best interest in mind. Uh, a lot of these emails can be, final, my final point is a lot of these emails can be um, triggered, can be uh, automated. You can set some pieces up that are gonna run and then um, there are tools out there that, you know, and I'm going back to that three links and they click on the third link that if they click on the third link, then that can add them as a segment to a specific list to get a specific trail of emails from that standpoint on. So it's like a behavior triggered email. They've clicked number three, so get them onto three's ongoing list of information that's gonna be relevant and helpful to them. So that's a next step in uh, the depth uh, and a, another step of um, detail in your email marketing. So I want you to think about those pieces today and say, okay, what am I doing with my email marketing and what I've heard today? Is there some things that I should um, stop and think about? Are there some new um, steps or stages that I need to add? Do I need to add some automation in there? Do I need to take a look at uh, triggers? Those types of things. So uh, I want to encourage you with those pieces today. And uh, that's my uh, quick tip for you today in the email marketing world. 
email marketing still works. Uh, it's about, you know, doing it right, which is more personal. That's the kind of the impact I think of social media, which is personalized things. And it's about the, the right emails at the right time uh, and the right method. So it's, it's much more about uh, building trust, offering resources. And, and then finally, once you've done that, a, a specific promotional offer as opposed to selling, selling, selling and, and doing that hard, doing that fast and early. Okay, so those are, those are keys. Uh, take some good relationship principles, bring them over to the email marketing world, add some technology to that, and you've got a good mix. Okay, so that's what I want to cover today. This was Mike with another Live with Mike every Tuesday, 12 noon Eastern time. Keep some topics going. If you have questions, post them here. I'll uh, be glad to talk further. All right, over and out. Take care. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of the Halftime Mind Podcast. Remember, what you do in the second half is the outcome of the game for your business. What's the next step you need to take today to act? Does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at MikeEnglish.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event. Visit MikeEnglish.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy adding value to you to help you win the game in the second half.